0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Not Your Average Gay, the podcast with your host, me, Connor Way. Now I know it's been a while since we actually talked about anything. I put out an episode a couple days ago on Thanksgiving because I just wanted to update everyone that I'm not giving up on this podcast. I'm not stopping. I was just taking a break because things were just getting a little bit too, um, what's the word? Uh. Controversial. Everything was very controversial the last time I recorded, and I could hear when I was listening back. I could hear the anger in my voice. So I just I decided that I needed to take a step away and just kind of let things happen, um, let the election happen, let people calm down. I knew this election was going to be a drawn-out one. I didn't think it would be like it was like it turned out to be, but I knew it was going to be controversial and it was going to be drawn out, um, and it was. So. Now that it's over, uh, like I said in my last episode, I want to congratulate President-Elect Joe Biden and Vice President-Elect Kamala Harris. They ran a campaign that ran off of the words like united and putting the united back in the United States. And um, I couldn't be happier with what happened uh, with the November 3rd election. Um, But it's, it's important because the most people in over a hundred years voted in this U S election. And so it's important that we don't stop with this election. We continue pushing to make sure that every person that has the right to vote that is of age does exercise their right to vote. It's your civic duty. And it's the one time where the people in Washington have to listen to you no matter what you say. So, um, just remember that. Remember we, the people, it is, we, the people, not the select few that are in Washington. Um, So yeah, welcome back to the podcast. I've got some interesting topics we're going to cover today, Um, so let's dive in. So I hope everyone had a very happy and safe Thanksgiving. I hope everyone was smart about the way they celebrated, and um, I'm happy it's the holidays. It's finally the time period where you can put your Christmas tree up and not get judged or told that you're putting it up too early personally i've had my christmas tree up for almost two weeks and i really wanted to celebrate christmas christmas is my favorite holiday and it's been a really shitty year for me so if you're one of those people that says don't put your tree up until after thanksgiving and you give other people's grief for that you can sincerely fuck off (laughs) so yeah um I'm joking, of course. Uh, so yeah, I'm happy it's the holidays. I feel like everyone is their most happiest when it's the holidays. So I hope everyone has a very cheerful and just better holiday season than the rest of 2020 has been. So let's get started with some hot topics. Um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have nominated several people for the their presidential cabinet. Uh, some notables include Alejandro Rojos, Secretary of Homeland Security. He's the first Latino to ever serve that position. Uh, He's Cuban American, and he just his speech that he gave when he was when he got nominated was it made me cry because his parents were immigrants and now he's keeping the people of the United States safe like he's the person making those calls so uh, just that's what America's about. Also, Avril Haines is the first female director of National Intelligence, and Janet Yellen, who was already the first woman to. Head up the U.S. Federal Reserve Reserve is the first female Treasury Secretary in Joe Biden's cabinet. Um, Also, on the, the night that they called the election, November 7th, I believe it was, Kamala Harris gave a very notable speech that I feel like will be quoted in history books and that video clip will be used for many, many years. She said, quote, I may be the first but I won't be the last, of course, talking about how she is the first female vice president and first black vice president and first vice president of Southern Asian descent. So uh, congratulations to Kamala. I cried like a baby. I've cried anytime I've seen any of the Kamala for the people things. I'm just I'm super emotional about that because um, for so long, America has been the gold standard of, you know, places for people that if your, your country doesn't celebrate, you, who you are, you can come here and be a part of us. And that's what we who we've always been. And I feel like the last four years, the United States was whitewashed more than it has been for the last 240 years. Like, I, obviously, I'm not stupid. I know that the United States is, our history is very whitewashed, the way that's taught to us. You don't really learn history until you go to college. And if you go to a good college, you'll get a good history lesson on the United States. Uh, I know for me, it was until I got to A push that I realized maybe the United States isn't as golden as we uh, portray it to be. But nevertheless, we are the best country in the world. And um, it's good to see that there's going to be a cabinet that reflects the United States, that reflects us, that reflects we, the people, that looks like us. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I don't know if I explained this in my last episode I kind of had an emotional breakdown during this past election Um, I had to cut off a lot of people out of my life that I felt were just uh, not helping me move forward not being more progressive I I don't mean that politically Um, I just mean people that want to move forward with their lives I had a very good conversation with one of my friends about this last night Um, life is about moving forward not about worrying about the past Um, now I'm, I don't have beef with anyone. I don't have any ill will towards anyone, including people that I stopped being friends with around this election. I just got to the point where if you could vote for someone who is, who said that there were, there were great fine people on both sides of, of a white supremacist rally and the counter protesters who were singing church hymns, if you can call them fine people, the white supremacist fine people, I don't have respect for you. If you could vote for someone who said that, you could vote for someone who talked about grabbing women by the vagina, you could vote for someone who was race, who's blatantly homophobic and racist, who is blatantly block, trying to block uh, gay people and LGBTQ people from being able to adopt children. How disgusting can you be when you say you're pro-life? That's why I had to cut people off. And I'm not going to dive into this anymore, deeper, because it gets me very, very heated. Um, but I'm just gonna. That's kind of where I'm gonna leave it at. I just. I'm not saying I can't forgive people that voted for Trump. I just needed a minute. I needed. A, I need a minute to let my battery recharge because, emotionally, it's just hard for me to look at people because you knew exactly what you were voting for. In 16, I can forgive you because everyone can be duped. I've been duped plenty of times by plenty of people, so I get it. But in 2020, if you voted for Donald Trump, you knew exactly who you were voting for, and. You can't play dumb and pretend that you didn't know how corrupt he was or you didn't understand the how important your vote was. You knew exactly what you were doing. And it was very calculated. So that's all I'm saying. And again, it's not a for everything. I'm not like I don't have if you voted for Trump and you're listening to this, by all means, you voted. At least you voted. That's a great thing. But I just am choosing not to associate myself with people who did that. That's and who brag about doing that. Now, nobody who I know that's voted for Trump is bragging about the fact that they voted for Trump, because why would you? Um, Yeah, it was the largest turnout on November 3rd in over 100 years. It was also the safest election in American history, uh, most secure. Uh, There isn't any questions of fraud, because most of it was done by paper mail ballots, mail-in ballots. It was the largest mail-in ballot in United States history, Uh, election for mail-in ballots in United States history as well. Also, to my people in Georgia, if you're from Georgia and you're listening to this, um, the Georgia voters need to be supported by the entire Democratic Party. You guys carried us. And more importantly, Stacey Abrams. Holy shit, man. She, if she's not the chair of the DNC, I don't, the DNC hasn't learned anything. The Democratic Party hasn't learned anything. We ultimately were supposed to win the Senate by an overwhelmingly amount. We lost most of our seats. We still have a chance to claim it, though, through... Uh, the Georgia runoffs with John Ossoff and, uh, Reverend Raphael Warnock. And they're both incredible men who would just, we would be lucky to have them in Congress. Uh, Ossoff is a Jewish American and, uh, Reverend Warnock is a, obviously a black man. And he's, uh, just been on the forefront on the right side of history. He's a pro-choice pastor, which is a big deal. Um, just ultimately they're both great guys. And, we would be lucky to have them serve the United States and the people of Georgia would be lucky to have them be in the Senate serving them. So if you want to help either of those campaigns, you can go to G a Senate.com or elect John, John spelled J O N.com. Or you can go to secure.actblue.com slash donate slash Warnock hyphen for hyphen Georgia underscore Senate. Um, so if you want to give to either of their campaigns, that's where you can go to do that. I'm sure there are other websites, uh, that you can go to, to do that. Um, I'm not sure of those, but those are the ones that I am sure of. Um, I don't know if I explained in my last episode, I moved back to Lake Charles, Louisiana. Um, and anyone who knows anything about Lake Charles knows that we got walloped by two major hurricanes within six weeks of each other. Um, and like i didn't i guess i knew like the damage was bad obviously and i knew that like a lot of things are destroyed but i i can't even put it into perspective like it put into words how bad this damage is how widespread this damage is how much pain has been inflicted upon the people of southwest louisiana um for most of the world this holiday season isn't going to look normal but especially for the people who are who live around here who have lost most of their belongings, if not all of their belongings, it's going to be a very, very different Christmas for them. Um, if you're interested in giving, you can go to the United Way of SWLA. You can go to their website. Um, they're always taking donations. Uh, the Food Bank of Southwest Louisiana is also taking donations. Um, no one should have to go hungry this holiday season. And, uh, so if you want to help, you can give to one of those organizations. Uh, ultimately just, uh, just, it's just very sad. Um, I'm looking right now at damage that I'm staring at. I'm staring at a tree that was snapped right in half and it's kind of halfway on a house. Um, yeah, it's just a lot. No matter where you go in Lake Charles, you could constantly hear people roofing or constructing things. And it's been like that since the hurricane. And it's like that until dark. Usually, um, you can't get used to that sound of like the, the roofing. It's, you can hear it from inside your house. Um, people, it's just so much damage every structure in this city was affected by this somehow, or in this area was affected by this somehow. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in giving, please give to the food bank of SWLA or the, uh, United way of SWLA. It would be greatly, anything you give would be greatly appreciated by the people around here. So on some more positive news, um, some history was made today, today, Saturday. I don't know the date, but it's Saturday at the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Um, Sarah Fuller, uh, Vanderbilt senior was the first female player to suit up for a power five conference football team. Um, she also made history when she kicked off to open the second half of their game against Missouri today. Now, unfortunately Vanderbilt did lose that game and they were last time I checked, they were losing by like 30 something points. Um, but good for Vanderbilt being on the right side of history, being progressive and congratulations to Sarah. Uh, Hashtag play like a girl. Hashtag herstory. Hashtag, you know, all, all those pro uh, female things. I think it's a beautiful thing when girls are given the equal chance to to play uh, on the same field as boys. Um, so congratulations to you, Sarah. Also, congratulations to Sarah and the Vanderbilt women's soccer team as they took the women's SEC soccer tournament title and the automatic bid to the NCAA tournament for soccer, the soccer championship. Uh, They did that about a week and a half, two weeks ago. So congratulations to Sarah. What a couple of weeks for her. Um, And thank you for inspiring all the little girls in the world that you can do anything. Um, You're definitely a trailblazer, Sarah. Now on something that definitely hits closer to home for me, um, and I don't know if a lot of people in other parts of the country know about this, but I'm going to go ahead and start talking about it. Um, So there was a bombshell article released by USA Today about uh, how lsu louisiana state university mishandled sexual misconduct complaints against students including some of their top athletes people at the highest levels of lsu fielded complaints about ti- lsu tiger running back and former uh second round draft pick darius Geis uh, as early as the spring semester of 2016. now it's been four years it is currently november of 2020 and this is just now coming out now there have been a lot of complaints about darius Geis in some of his uh the way he handled things when it came to uh, misconduct. Um, he was released from the Redskins last year he, um, after multiple injuries, but after a domestic violence uh, allegation surfaced about him, he was released from the Washington football team, now the Washington football team, but they were formerly the Washington Redskins. Um, LSU officials either doubted the women's stories or didn't investigate. They also didn't call the police, allowing Geist to continue his football career, and also at least seven officials had knowledge of former LSU wide receiver Drake Davis, who was physically abusing his girlfriend. They sat on the information for months, and the men ended up receiving deferred, deferred suspensions, which is something that LSU would use to punish a lot of their former athletes who were who had gotten in trouble, either with grades or with their uh, obviously misconduct, whether it's being sexual misconduct or domestic violence. Um, during these deferred suspensions, the it's a pro, it's basically a probationary period where they must stay out of trouble, or else they will lose their scholarship and end up getting kicked off the team and kicked out of school. Uh, basically, a slap on the wrist. I guess that's what they were doing. Now, my problem is. The Baylor football program, which was on the rise in 2013, 2014, and 2015, uh, was basically put to sleep almost by, and I don't mean this in like a bad way, they should have been put to sleep, um, by sexual assault allegations on their campus. Uh, Head coach Art Bryles was fired. The, The Baylor football team went from winning like 10 games a year to only winning like one or two games the next year. It was like crazy. They. And it was because they they sat on a bunch of sexual sexual assault allegations, and they knew about it, and people at the highest level of the university knew about it, and they lost their jobs as well. Um, this story is as big as, if not bigger, than the Baylor story, and it should be treated as such. LSU muzzled these women and put trophies over female students' safety, and everyone involved everyone involved should be stripped of their title and stripped of their privileges on. Louisiana State University's campus, and they should also not be allowed to deal with students or just children in general. And I mean that. And if you go to LSU and you're a supporter of LSU, I 100% urge you to look into this story. Uh, There's a list of former football players, um, some of which were a part of the 2019-2020 national championship team. Um, Now, I'm not saying that in all of this lessons what happened last year. Last year was a magical season for LSU and it was fun to be a part of for the entire state of Louisiana, especially considering what we as a state and as a you know country would go on to go through during the year 2020. So I'm, I'm not taking that away. All I'm saying is there have been opportunities, even some of which during last year's football season, where LSU could have been upfront and honest and vocal about protecting their female, not just female student athletes, but female students in general, From the predators that exist on their campus that attend a university and they didn't they put trophies over students safety and they were more worried about having the best season in college football history than actually helping the students who go there to get their education and you know pursue a different life or just pursue life in general so it's very frustrating it's very aggravating and anyone who supports the football players in this situation just needs to keep their mouth shut. This isn't about you. This isn't for you. And these women need to be heard. And all women uh, who have been, uh, whose lives have been affected by sexual assault or domestic violence need the chance to be heard. They deserve the right to be heard. Um, anyone who was affected by domestic violence deserves the right to be heard. But if you are the abuser, you could kindly shut your mouth because this isn't about you. So this is about the women. Okay, so as you guys know, the CDC urged most Americans not to travel for Thanksgiving, and they were urging people to consider making plans, not making plans with people who lived outside of their households. Now, personally, in my bubble, a lot of people that I know did this, and even me, I didn't go to my family's usual Thanksgiving, which really sucked because I do look forward to seeing my family every year. Thanksgiving and Christmas are like my favorite holidays for that main purpose, because we're all together in one place, and I get, usually get to hang out with my cousin, Claire, who's one of my favorite people on the planet. And it's just, it sucks. But like, if it means that we all get to be together next year, and the years that come after that, 100%, I, 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 I'd do it a million times. I'd do it again uh, a million times because no one deserves to lose someone to this virus. And we've lost too many Americans. Over 250,000 Americans have uh, passed away since March, Over a virus that could have been contained but wasn't by the US government. So, but we're not gonna talk about that. That's negative. Um, All I'm saying is, everyone, please, please, please mask up. Louisiana just went back into phase two, which means that uh, restaurants can only have 50% occupancy, and they're strongly urging uh, Louisiana residents to, and uh, residents all over the country, to eat outside if you can, or just do curbside uh, pickup or take out because it's just it's not worth it it's not worth infecting your family and it's not worth putting the people who work at these jobs and their health in jeopardy either just because you want to go get drunk so um i'm just saying everyone please please be wise please be safe and wear your mask and please keep keep social distance from others and respect the fact that others if you're not following social distancing that's fine but other people Other people's health matters, and if you're one of those assholes that doesn't follow the social distance in the grocery store and doesn't stand six feet apart, you know, I tell people to get, I had to tell somebody the other day, six feet, six feet, and I mean that, and it's not because I'm saying you're nasty or anything. I don't know where you've been, and you don't know where I've been, so please, like, just please do the right thing. They've got markings on the ground. Follow them. It'd be one thing if you didn't know, like, how far to step away from people and how far. But they've got it marked on the ground. They've got the one-way aisles. Just follow the fucking rules, man. Like, I'm like I'm just so frustrated. Like, we have a chance to save our summer if everyone does the right thing right now. So please, do the right thing. Don't be an ass. Wearing a mask is not a political statement. Um, it was turned into that by the orange person who occupies the White House until January 20th. So please do not let, like, that, the, him be the reason that either you or someone you love dies. That's all I'm saying. Um, Cases are obviously right now worse than they've ever been at any other point during the pandemic. New York City schools in certain areas shut down on November 19th uh, and moved to remote learning, which I think all schools should be doing that because it's just not safe enough right now with the weather getting cooler. Uh, Worldwide COVID COVID cases uh, last week topped fifty seven million um total and we were at almost fourteen it was oh sorry we were at almost one million four hundred thousand deaths. I don't know why I said fourteen. Sorry about that. <laughs> um yeah. This is serious y'all. We have the opportunity to change the next five or six years based off of how we choose to act in the next couple of months. We can choose to wear our masks and keep social distance and get our vaccine and go back to a somewhat normal life. I don't think life is ever gonna be normal again. Just like flying after 9-11 changed drastically with uh, the way the security is set up, I feel like that's kind of gonna be the way events are now. You're probably gonna to have to wear a mask if you wanna to go to a concert. You're probably gonna to have to wear a mask if you wanna to go to a football game indoors. It is what it is, it is what it is. You know, if it means that it keeps everyone safe and that we have like a less severe flu season, a less severe COVID season, absolutely, absolutely, let's do it. It's about keeping people safe. The whole world is watching the United States right now and they're not very impressed with what what we're doing and the way we're acting. Let's change that. We can all do it. All you have to do is put on a mask. It literally takes like, five seconds to put on a mask at most. Just do it. I promise it's not going to hurt you. So if you're looking for something to make you feel united and make you feel like you love America, I mean, I know a lot of Trump supporters are still adamant that Trump won and that there won't be a Joe Biden inauguration on January 20th. As much as I hate to bust their bubble, that's just not the case. It's going to, Joe Biden is going to be inaugurated on January 20th. So we might as well either unite or just choose to be divided. I don't know, but I don't, I'm not choosing to be divided. I'm choosing to unite and love my Republican friends and independent friends and, you know, whatever other parties that exist. You know, we all are here together. We might as well make the most out of it and not be hateful. So if you're looking to feel like you love America and just feel the vibes, feel the emotion of like, being united in what it feels like I h- highly urge you to go look up this land is your land live from the obama inauguration concert in 2009 oh my god also america the beautiful that beyonce performed at that same concert absolutely beautiful i cried like a baby although it doesn't take much to do that now um yeah just go look those things up they're pretty they're pretty fantastic um i Love being an American and as much as dark as the last four years have been, it feels really good to just let all the hate, let everything that's happened in the last four years. And I'm telling you guys, I cried for about an hour after Joe Biden won because I got to let all that tension, let all that hate, let all of the darkness, everything that's happened in the last four years, let it all go. And it feels amazing. I highly urge anyone else who's still holding on to anything, just, just let it go. It's not worth it. My weekly L'Chaim will go to Sarah Fuller, the Vanderbilt senior, who is the first female to suit up for a Power 5 football program and who opened the second half of the Missouri-Vanderbilt game by kicking off. Uh, Congratulations, Sarah. You are a trailblazer. Hashtag play like a girl. L'Chaim to Sarah Fuller. You go, girl. And a couple of things that I'm currently obsessed with, I guess I'm going to turn this into like a music type thing, just because I was running out of things to be obsessed with other than this one thing. And I'm going to start recapping it in, in my next episode. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Holy fuck. Um, I have recently got into reality TV a lot more just because of quarantine and like how depressing the world is. So I started watching uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City when it aired a couple weeks ago. And... Those ladies are just everything they're so extra they're all they're all just hot damn messes and I like I love it. I love knowing that even people who have lots of money and who have most of the world's means at their fingertips, they are still hot messes too, and it just makes me feel good. It makes me feel good that we're like we're all in this together type thing and they're also fucking hilarious so um highly recommend that if you haven't watched if you just need an escape for forty five minutes from all of your problems and how depressing the world is. Um, We'll Housewives of Salt Lake City. Highly recommend. Um, <laughs> also, um, Meg The Stallion's new album, Good News. Oh, so good. Love her. It came out last Friday, I believe. She's killing the game. Um, obviously, she's had some legendary collaborations. She also said she wants to collaborate with Rihanna whenever Rihanna's making music again. That would be Heavenly like i don't like I don't even know it would be like a fever dream for me, like ugh, love them both um so yeah, Meg the stallions' new album good news also plastic hearts, Miley Cyrus's new album. I listened to that yesterday, it came out yesterday um a really good album, very good album. uh Miley had some vocal surgery type thing done last year, I believe, and her voice just sounds so much better on this album, not to mention the songs they're vulnerable, they're real um she's I think she's at her best when she's writing a breakup album personally, and the whole thing that's so cool about this album is the it, the album isn't about the breakup or about the person she broke up with it's about herself and how she went through the breakup and it's about her she's taking full control full identity a hundred percent in um individual individuality and I love it it's not an album about how she wishes she had a man back or how she wishes she could do things differently or how you know how the man hurt her it's how is she moving forward and taking just accountability i 100 love it i love miley cyrus and i have since i was six years old stand by that as a 20 year old man i still stand by miley is amazing um i just love her so much and i highly recommend listening to her album plastic hearts if you get the chance and meg the stallion's new album good news So that is gonna do it for today's episode, everyone. I hope everyone has a very happy and safe holiday season. I'm gonna continue putting, trying to put out two episodes a week if I can. Um, I hope everyone just, everyone remember to please stay safe uh, with with the, the temperatures dropping and everyone moving things inside. Uh, coronavirus, coronavirus cases are gonna go up. It's only, you know, it's just science. It's science and math, that's how it works. Numbers are gonna go up, so, just do the best thing that you can. If you wear glasses, try to wear your glasses more when you go out in public, uh, wear a mask. If you have face coverings, that's perfect. Uh, just try to stay safe and keep yourself safe. Um, you know, yeah, an isolated Christmas, it's gonna, it's probably gonna suck, but no, there's nothing worse than an ICU Christmas, uh, or getting your grandparents sick. Trust me, I know the feeling. I gave my grandmother coronavirus and, It was one of the worst things I've done in my life and one of the worst feelings I've ever had. So just please, please, please be smart, wear your mask, social distance. Uh, Let's keep each other safe and spread happiness and love this holiday season. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys want to find me on social media, you can follow me on Twitter. I've already listed my social media accounts. I'm going to list them in the description of this. Um, You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Yeah, everyone stay safe and spread love. I love you all, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.